Episode 12, Earthquakes in Turkey and UFOs. The end times have definitely arrived, right? We are citizens of God's kingdom currently living in man's world. We are ambassadors to Babylon. This is the Ambassadors to Babylon podcast. I'm your host, Jason Small. The end times are upon us, right? Earthquakes in Turkey, war in Eastern Europe and Asia. Your UFOs have been shot down near Alaska and Canada. Right before I hit record, I saw a news break that said one had been shot down over Lake Huron. There was something spotted near China. Evil is rampant the world. We might be in the middle of an alien invasion. The end times are definitely here. Well, maybe... Maybe. Stick around for my thoughts and my thoughts on if focusing on the end times is the right Christian mindset. Anyway, here we go. On February 6th, Turkey and Syria were impacted by a massive earthquake that ended up measuring 7.8 on the Richter scale. A day later, they suffered an aftershock measuring 7.5. As of my recording... Over 24,000 people have died due to that quake. Undoubtedly, this disaster is heartbreaking for so many. Those folks can definitely use our help. If you feel compelled to help, I've included a link to the Samaritan's Purse in the show notes. As I was preparing this with the focus on the earthquakes, multiple UFOs have been spotted around the world. One had been shut down near Alaska, one over northern Canada. And like I said in my opener, one was actually sounded like shot down over Lake Huron just minutes ago. Lately, whenever a natural disaster or human disaster hits, particularly when something happens in the Middle East, it seems that end-time questions immediately follow. Is this a sign of the times? Is Jesus returning soon? Has the tribulation started? Is the rapture happening? Who or where is the Antichrist? And all of the questions like this are pondered by many. Well, today, if you're listening, you're in luck. I'm going to provide you the definitive answer to these questions. I can answer them all without a shadow of a doubt. Are you ready? Well, the answer to the end times is, is it happening now? The question's maybe. So, let me start by saying that this podcast will not give you a sexy and dramatic map or analysis on whether the end times are here. There have been men that have spent their lives studying eschatology. For those of you who don't know, eschatology is the study of the end times. And have arrived at different answers about all the details around that. I'm hardly smart enough to provide any sort of commentary on such things. The goal of today is to share what the Bible does say about the end times, and most importantly, what we, as followers of Christ, should be doing about it with the focus on the latter. So when dealing with the end times, what should we do? First, let me go over what we shouldn't do as Christians. I'm going to cite Matthew 24, verses 34 through 39 to answer this question. Starting in verse 34, I tell you the truth, this generation will not pass from the scene until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will disappear, but my words will never disappear. However, no one knows the day or hour when these things will happen, not even the angels in heaven or the Son himself. Only the Father knows. When the Son of Man returns, it will be like it was in Noah's day. In those days before the flood, the people were enjoying banquets and parties, and weddings, right up to the time Noah entered his boat. People didn't realize what was going to happen until the flood came and swept them all away. That is the way it will be when the Son of Man comes. We shouldn't obsess over the end times. Don't allow the fear and fascination of eschatology to dominate your thoughts. Trying to determine when the world will end is a completely 
pointless thing. It is a complete waste of time. If you've seen the movie Trolls, I'm going to give you a metaphor for you. If you've seen the movie, you've seen the part where Branch keeps running in to where a bunch of other trolls are. He continually shouts to the other trolls, Ah! The Gurgans are coming! And he runs out, scared. It does absolutely nothing. By the end of it, the other trolls just quit paying him attention. Verse 36 says, No one knows the day or hour. Not even the angels, not even Jesus himself. Only the Father knows. With that verse in mind, it seems pretty foolish to try to figure out all the details around the end times and eschatology. Jesus doesn't even know. The angels don't know. What makes you think a human devoting their life to studying will ever figure it out? Like I said earlier, there have been theological geniuses who have devoted their lives to studying this stuff. And they still arrive at different conclusions about what all the things mean. On the flip side of that coin, we shouldn't be completely aloof to the fact that this current world is hurling toward destruction. This world will end. The Bible is very clear on that. We don't want to be the ones that get swept away unprepared. We don't want to be like the folks were at the time of the flood who didn't know. So, I told you what you shouldn't do. What should we do? Number one, be prepared. If you are a Christian, have you... If, be prepared. As a Christian, you need to be prepared at all times for Jesus' second coming. Have your right life with Jesus. Confess your sins to God and accept the gracious sacrifice of his son for our sins. I'm going to go back to Matthew 24. This time I'm reading verses 42 through 44. So you too must keep watch. For you don't know what day your Lord is coming. Understand this. If a homeowner knew exactly when a burglar was coming, he would keep watch and not permit his house to be broken into. You must also be ready all the time. For the Son of Man will come when least expected. Ready all the time. That is the most important thing we can do as a Christian. Ready all the time. The second thing we should do, share Jesus with others. How can people possibly be prepared for something they don't know is coming? The first step to doing this is building relationships with folks who don't know Jesus. Always, always, always build the relationship. Jesus set this example. Lots of folks like to go into the echo chamber of social media and call out others' sinful behaviors and beliefs. I don't know what that goal is. I don't know what you're trying to accomplish. It is completely ineffective of doing anything constructive. The only thing that those posts do is completely lose credibility with certain people. I'm going to share with you an example that I saw happen during the COVID hysteria in spring of 2020. Christians with extreme opinions on either side of the COVID coin, one side of the COVID coin being certain death for all, and the other side of the COVID coin being it's completely made up, went on social media and shared some really strong opinions on their perspective and basically called people who didn't believe the way they did uh, lack, I'm not going to repeat what they called those people, but let's just say it was not kind and flattering or nice. I'm going to assume the goal of sharing those things on social media was to change the hearts and minds of those who didn't believe the way they did. How effective do you think that was? Do you actually think any of those posts changed anyone's mind? Say they did change their mind. What, 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 what value is that? But what I can tell you for sure, one thing that happened for those people who shared their really strong COVID beliefs on social media, they vaporized their influence and, and their Christian witness with certain people forever. Some folks will never, ever listen to what some of the things that were said because of what certain individuals posted during COVID. You've got to have influence 
and the quote-unquote authority in someone's life to call out their sin and share Jesus with them. Work to build that influence with as many as possible. Now let me give you an example of that authority. My spouse and my close friends have my permission to tell me when I'm acting ridiculous. It happens. Some stranger who I don't know, who I don't know their motivations, I don't know anything about them, they don't have that authority, and I'm not going to pay them a whole lot of attention. That's what I mean when I say you have to have the authority to speak into people's lives like that. Okay, the third thing we should do as Christians is to know the end times prophet, prophecy. Now, this does not contradict my don't do from earlier in the show. I'm saying it is important to know what the Bible says about it, but not be obsessed with it. Some reasons why you should know end times prophet, prophecy. One, recognize fake and false teachers. One of the things that the Bible is clear on that as the end times is approaching, false teachers are going to become more prevalent. In order for us to recognize fakes, we need to be able to recognize the authentic truth. Make sure you do that. Study your Bible. Know the truth. There's a lot of prophecy in the Bible. There's a lot. Old Testament, multiple New Testament books. If the Bible talks a lot about it, we probably should invest our time into trying to understand it. That's the second reason why we, I think we need an end times prophecy. A third, so you can be ready. Like I said earlier, there are definitely signs the Bible speaks to and seeing them and studying them and knowing what they look like, it helps us be more prepared. And point number four, similar to the second point, studying biblical prophecy allows us to know the truth so we aren't led down wrong paths. Biblical prophecy, the study of end times, eschatology, however you describe it, it is important and yet also very complicated. You need to study it in your Bible first and foremost. Spend the most time in your Bible. Read commentaries. Read folks who break down Daniel, Revelation, and other prophetic Bible sections. Find trusted pastors, authors, and teachers who have studied it and learn from them. Don't go down the YouTube rabbit hole and the most frantic person you can find and consume everything they have to say. That won't be healthy or helpful to you. Also keep in mind the church's concern with end times has been around since the Bible. Bear with me here, but I'm going to read the entire chapter of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 for you. Just to give you an idea of how long the, our obsession with end times has been around and Paul's response to the church in Thessalonica. Bear with me. Here we go. 2 Thessalonians 2. Now, dear brothers and sisters, let us clarify some things about the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and how we will be gathered to meet him. Don't be so easily shaken or alarmed by those who say that the day of the Lord has already begun. Don't believe them, even if they claim to have a spiritual vision, a revelation, or a letter supposedly from us. Don't be fooled by what they say, for that day will not come until there is a great rebellion against God and the man of lawlessness is revealed the one who brings destruction. He will exalt himself and defy everything that people call God and every object of worship. He will even sit in the temple of God, claiming that he himself is God. Don't you remember that I told you all about this when I was with you? And you know what is holding him back. For he can be revealed only when his time comes. For this lawlessness is already at work secretly, and it will remain secret until the one who is holding it back steps out of the way. Then the man of lawlessness will be revealed, but the Lord Jesus will kill him with the breath of his mouth and destroy him by the splendor of his coming. The man will come to do the work of Satan with counterfeit power and signs and miracles. He will use every kind of deception to fool those on their way to destruction because they refuse to love and accept the truth that would save them. So God will cause them to be greatly deceived, and they will believe these lies. Then they will be condemned for enjoying evil rather than believing the truth. 
As for us, we can't help but thank God for you. Dear brothers and sisters loved by the Lord, we are always thankful that God chose you to be among the first to experience salvation. A salvation that come that came through the Spirit who makes you holy and through your belief in the truth. He called you to salvation when he, he told you the good news. Now you can share in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. With all these things in mind, dear brothers and sisters, stand firm and keep a strong grip on the teaching we pass on to you, both in person and by letter. Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and our God our Father who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal comfort and a wonderful hope Comfort you and strengthen you in every good thing you do and say. In closing, don't be fooled, don't be shaken. When you read the Bible and study end times prophecy, you can root your beliefs in the truth of God's word. And these events no longer will cause you to be stirred or sad or nervous or anxiety. Actions for this week. If you're really into this eschatological stuff right now, ask yourself why. Really get to the heart of the question Really ask yourself, why are you so obsessed with the end times? Are you wanting to learn more to use it for God's glory and help you be better prepared? Or are you simply interested in trying to be the smartest one in the room and watch every YouTube video available? If you're the latter, ask yourself, what good is that doing you other than most likely giving yourself anxiety? After you do the self-analysis, make the necessary adjustments. My social media is on Twitter. AMBS underscore to Babylon, AMBS underscore to Babylon. Facebook is Ambassadors to Babylon. I say again, Facebook is Ambassadors to Babylon. And my email, would love to hear from you, is ambassadors to Babylon at gmail.com. If you've listened to this and it is and you'd enjoyed it, you've learned something, uh, whatever whatever platform of choice you're listening on, I would love it if you would give me a rating and even a review. That would be great and that would help help to get this out to more people. Thanks for listening, and now go be doers of the word.